little man. I will destroy you! You sound like a jerk! If you ask me, everybody in this theater is a giant sucker! Especially you! I was saying, Bruins. Give me some sugar, baby. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. Jack left town. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Alright, alright, and hey, hey, hey. A neat kill. A clean kill. <clears throat> okay, I'm not killing anybody. This is Bunch of Dorks. Big Show number 247. Uh, my name is Mal, and you are listening to Bunch of Dorks, which is a music show that talks about stuff that are relevant or irrelevant to some degree, and I hope you enjoy it. You can uh, also find some of my musings along with my cohort, Dr. Morbius, over at Slow Robot Agogo. That's at slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That is a B-movie review show where we often do a, well, we do a top 10 we, uh, list every week, and that could be top 10 soft drinks, top 10 uh, whatever, Act, most hated actors, whatever. And then we uh, usually will review some kind of B through Z grade movie. So that's slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. Um, we uh, both shows, Bunch of Dorks and Slow Robot, have Facebook links. Um, if you are going through the Bunch of Dorks website, you can just click on the pictures and it'll take you there. If not, go on Facebook and search for Slow Robot Agogo or Bunch of Dorks, and there you go. If you are listening to us via iTunes or Stitcher, I would encourage you to go to those websites. The biggest one is bunchofdorks.com. That has three buttons that you can choose from. The first one is Slow Robot Agogo, which I just talked about. The middle one is uh, Two Dimension Podcast, the podcast, the comic book cod podcast with no direction. English words. I don't know them. Um, there you will find Dr. Morbius and King Don and Dallas and or Houston and Rook takes Pawn to the pawn shop for a new chess set. No, that's true. And then the third and final button is Bunch of Dorks, which is what you're listening to right now. If you don't have any of that, how are you listening to me? Because it ain't ham radio. I looked into like re like repurposing the podcast over a ham radio because I thought that'd be hilarious. And immediately they said, it has to be original content, you can't blah, 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 you can't this, you can't that. And they started bringing me down with all the rules, and the guy looked like the comic book shop guy from The Simpsons, and it reinforced every negative stereotype, so I walked away slowly and gave up. Which I don't do very often. I try to be um, stick-to-itiveness, uh, but it doesn't always work out for me. Sometimes you got to know when to hold them, and know when to fold them as Kenny Rogers may or may not have said at some point in life. What's the topic today? You know, I was um, I was kind of laboring over what topic I'd be going to. Last last week's show was just a kind of a, a year-end review bamboozle, as it were. And uh, I was going to do, like, the uh, maturation cycles of a business. Um, but then I was like, eh, that's kind of boring. It's not boring. I mean, I'll inject some life into it when I do that topic because it's a very interesting topic to me. But I think I'm going to be talking about craftsmanship or the lack of craftsmanship and um, really weighing out what people will pay because I feel uh, as, a, as, a, as a country for sure, but as a world for the most part, um, people would prefer to buy three things cheaply and let them break, and buy another one, let them break, and buy another one, then pay good money up front, and buy quality. 
I am the lumbering dinosaur in the world that says, no, no, you buy something very good, you treat it very right, and it's with you in your entire life, and I am one of the very few people that thinks that way. The thriving enterprises of Walmart and dollar stores and cheap come, cheap go, Harbor Freight, which is basically... They have tools and a big ocean liner, and it just hits the edge of the United States really hard, and it just flies to the various stores and just lands there. They have it figured out like that. Um, and this is all the cheapest bottom dollar junk. It will last you three swings, and then it's gone. But people would rather do that five times than go to Sears or go to, you know, and buy a Craftsman tool set or buy a uh, Snap-on or, you know, one of the higher-end tools. And I'm the opposite. Um, I think uh, I tried to cheap out when I was just getting established. When you get out of college, you don't have much, you know, you don't have a pot to piss in or a window to throw it out of, as they said back in the 40s. But um, in the 2040s, this is coming to you from the future. But uh, as you get, I always like was striving to better myself better my income, better my financial situation. And I'm not talking about rich. I'm not a very uh, chase-the-dollar kind of guy. Uh, but I would always I always would rather buy something of quality. And that that entails paying for that. You know, even if, even if it's talking about going to get... If you want a door for, your, for the interior of your house, well, are you going to just buy the foam core piece of junk that is feels like it's a piece of paper? Or you're going to go search out a solid piece of oak wood. Uh, 99.989% of the world just goes to Lowe's, gets the foam core piece of junk, kind of half-asses it into the doorway so it works for the most part, and off they go. Because um, God help you if, you're, if you go out looking for that oak door, or if you go out looking for a solid piece of door. Um, I talked to them at Lowe's. And they were basically like, you know, if, they were like, what do you mean, like a, like wooden doors? I said, yeah, you remember like doors that closed and you were like, wow, that's a sturdy door. Um, you have to special order those. And, and I'm going to, you know, um, as I replace things, I, I always upgrade. I try to make them sturdier and better. But um, th this all came about from a conversation. Um, of course, squeezing blood from a rock is the way of the world. Uh, it's the way of... Every business, every company, every corporation, every time you're standing in a long line, tapping your feet, your foot, uh, waiting for some frazzled customer service person to get to you so they cannot take care of your needs, that is squeezing blood from a rock. That is the way corporations now function. They don't have enough people. They don't have enough uh, resources. They just keep squeezing blood from a rock and saying, do more, do more, do more from the top down. And that's when you look around and you're frustrated and you look and, you, you, you know, it's very rare when you go out and you go, wow, I was I was weighted on properly. Things were done correctly. And, and, uh, and um, you know, it was a very easy transaction, especially like if you're returning something. Now, I'm not a hard person to please, um, you know, but this is. Everything, everything I look at, that's the way it is. When there should be two people doing something, there's one. When there should be one person doing it, sometimes it's a machine. And I can't even find a human. 
and I can't even get a human on the phone. I can't. And it's, that's the point where we're at, you know, and you look around and you go, oh, you know, joblessness and oh, damn you, Obama. Thanks, Obama. Well, it ain't Obama. You know, it, it, it's it, <laughs> it's the entire universe or the entire world, I should say, not the universe. I would I would hope that there's smarter beings out there somewhere. It's just doing more and more and more with less and less and less. And I don't even know why. I don't know where we chase and we strive and we squeeze and, and, and blood, sweat, and tears for numbers on a ledger. Well, now it's not even on a ledger. Now it's just some random spreadsheet in some random computer that somebody looks at and goes, I think we can change that and we can we can do it with half the people. And you go, I don't think so, but... Well, welcome to the 2000s. Yay. I want it now. I want it cheaper free. And I want you to do it with half the people. All right. Well, on that glorious and, and uplifting beat, um, I, we did get some more new music that we're going to play this week. Uh, we're going to start off with Joey Cape. So have a listen and let me know what you think. See this? This is my boomstick. I can listen to the records from my younger years. Pacify my bitter ears and revive the dead dinosaurs. Me and Jamo wrote two buses out to Rock Pile. Should I find a rarity and something to believe? But I can't listen to them now without mourning that small town and the mom and pops I love. Once a missionary man, I age into obscurity with them. The Ramones are dead. You could judge a band by the cover, flipping through the bands. Should enough to take a spin. Odd and lyrics, big enough to see and read. Pull the record from its sleeve Spear the cut hole, arm at speed Plunge a needle, shaking like a drug fiend Now run up in a cancer now Reanimated sacred cow But it all seems different now It's far too easy to get anything in demand I'll say it once again The Ramones are dead
wrong podcast anyway so what did you think about that that's a real change of pace isn't it uh that was uh joey cape um when i was corresponding with joey about the the music to use you know because uh whenever i'm talking to the newer artists and getting a like not only getting a feel for them but also getting a feel for uh what can i use what can i use because there's always rules and regulations and you can't use from this record company but you can from this and blah 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 so um joey cape i said oh you know my solo stuff is fine and i had said oh i have bridge and he was like, wow, that's a really old one. Um, so I hopefully I can go out and get some more of his newer stuff. But, um, and also, uh, as a side note, normally I, t- I usually, when I first in- introduce somebody, I just take uh, one and two off of the off of the CD, off of the, um, just because it's like, um, like, just grab their very first thing that they're showing us. But the names of these, I couldn't resist. Uh, I picked, the first one was The Ramones Are Dead. And the second one was "Gun It, No, Don't." Um, those aren't those weren't tracks one and two, but for some reason I was like, I gotta take these. They're they're the names like uh, struck a chord with me, and I thought they were very funny. So um, I hope you dug it. Let if you and I'm gonna uh, of course I link all my music, all of our artists are linked to the show notes, so you can click there and go right to it, the, their web page. Uh, let them know what you think. Let me know what you think, and vote with your dollars, as they say. Um, if you can, if you like the music, go out and buy it. These guys, you're not supporting EMI or Virgin Records. You are supporting the actual people because these are all indie bands that I play. Um, so yay for that. Uh, ah, so now I, as I was talking about um, quality craftsmanship. The, or lack of. There's a there's certain things in my life that I've heard incessantly, um, 
Where's my jetpack? Where's my hover car? Um, how comes we don't have health care? Every even poor countries have health care, and how comes everything's made in China now? Jetpack, don't care. Flying car, eh? That's a plane. I don't care about that either. Healthcare. <laughs> now let me tell you something, everyone out there. My whole damn life, I've heard people bitching, even insert um, racist comment about small country here has healthcare from their government. We don't. Well, guess what? We had a president that tried it, and he's getting railroaded for it. So apparently, we're so dumb we don't care about healthcare now. I know. I'm going to get some fired up email. Oh, And you know what? Save it. I don't care what you think about it. Bottom line, we have somebody that's trying to give us health care, Obamacare. He's trying to do the right thing that I've heard ever since I was born, how we don't have it and other countries do. Even Canada, even blah, blah, blah. And you know what? Talk to them. They'll say that theirs sucks too, but it's better than nothing. So we had somebody that was trying to do something and guess what? Think of the children. Won't somebody, oh my god, think of the children. Now, as I've stated many times, I don't get political on this show because I also don't get religious on this show because people lose their freaking... They shit their pants as they're trying to type an indignant email about how dumb and wrong I am and how I've obviously lost my mind. Well, you know what? Save it. If, you, if you're that indignant about it, why don't you click the off button and never come back to listen to me? I don't need a listener that's getting all fired up for my opinion. I don't get fired up when people tell me their opinions. I listen. I go, oh, okay, yeah. And if I differ, doesn't matter. So if you differ from that, doesn't matter. All my life I've heard that we don't have uh, you know, health care from the government. Now we do. And now in the entire world's bitching and crying about how it's horrible. Well, guess what? It's always horrible. So anyway, now the fourth thing is, why is everything made in China? You can't find anything made in America. Yeah, you know why? Yeah, because everything that we want, we want to pay a nickel for it, and we want it right now, and we want it to be cheap and awesome and perfect. We want everything to be perfect. We want everything to be free or cheap. Those don't equal... That, that's not how that works. Either you, A, wait for something... As a person crafts it, if you want a good guitar, you go to a luthier and he crafts it for you. Or you go to a hot rod builder and he builds it for you. He's a he's building perfection at, you know, with, with his hands. Or you say, you know what, I'll go middle of the road. I'm just like everyone else. So you go and you get the moderately priced Stratocaster guitar. Or you go get the Hyundai or the Ford or whatever. That's consumer grade. Yay. Or you go to Walmart and get the bottom of the barrel and then you bitch about how it's shitty and doesn't hold a tune or you get a Yugo and wonder why the tires fall off of it after a week, you know. But as I inject logic into this argument, I know it's just, that doesn't, people can't connect the dots oftentimes. So we have to change from within. Don't go to the dollar store. Don't go to Walmart. I'm not saying I'm not railing against Walmart. I'm sure they have some nice stuff there, but probably not. If you want good things, and if you want to say, why does it always say made in China? Well, then stop buying made in China. You, yes, it's going to cost you two times as much, three times as much. Well, either stand by your principles or shut up. That's the two. Those are your two choices. You know, it's like when I do, I didn't vote for many years. 
God, I, I, am I turning political? No, no, I'm not. I didn't vote for many years. And you know what? I never talked about the president, the job they were doing. I never talked about the government, what they were doing. Because you know what? I didn't vote. That means I don't have a, ch- I don't have a say. If I would have voted and the person I chose was a jerk or the person that I voted for didn't get in, I could say, see, that guy I voted for probably wouldn't have insert horrible thing here. But they probably would have anyway. Because uh, the other thing people don't understand about politics is this is a machine that just gobbles up souls and does not stop for either Rep- Republicans or Democrats. It's on the tracks. It's not. Th- there's not as much power to change things as people seem to think. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. And uh, one of the other things, one of my last little quips towards politics is uh, the politics we, the politicians that we elect are reflections of us. So you know what? Take a good look, America. There you go. Not just America. Every country. You know, the greedy person, you you, you elected him. We, we don't have kings here. We don't have royalty that just is born into power. You elected him. Maybe not you personally, but... So, there you go. You're staring at a reflection of you. So, chew on that for a while. Um, but, yeah, the, the only way to really um, get... Ch- turn the tide of cheap products f- m- using um, getting more out of every person now th- and that's the other thing every corporation wants to get the best out of their employees that's fundamentally across the board yes you want the people you hired and invested to do the best they can do they always do the best they can no sometimes they bullshit around sometimes they're hung over sometimes they're worried about the divorce that they're having that's fine I mean, it's not fine that somebody's getting divorced. I mean, it's fine that everyone doesn't bring their A game every single day. That's asking the impossible. But sometimes it sways past asking a rea- realistic thing from your employees. Um, and I'm not talking about one specific thing. I'm talking about businesses as a whole. I'm not. I don't want to hear somebody that sits next to me where I work go, "I heard you talking about where you work." That's not what I'm saying. Listen to the words I'm saying. Every corporation event if it tightens and tightens and tightens until you don't have enough resources to do the job that at hand. You know, I'm sure airlines were tightening their belt and cutting security and cutting the the guy that looks at the x-rays and cutting stuff until somebody flew a plane into a building. Now people are like, "Why didn't you check the bo- for bombs or why didn't you check those people?" Yeah, because you wanted a flight from Chicago to, to Tampa for $69, and that's not possible. That's why there was no one looking for for a, a bomb. That's why no one was checking. So what do you want? And, that, and companies lean towards not having a human there until something, until the wheels fall off the cart. Then everyone plays, oh my God, I don't know. And then everyone tries to scurry to fix things. And that's just half-assing it. And that's my other point that I'll talk about after our next group, which is coming right up. We have Rose Matter, and I'm going to be playing some cuts off of their CD, The Fiscal Year. So give a listen, and I'll be right back.
Has he lost his mind? Yes, that's right. I've gone insane. I'm like Crazy Eddie from back in the day. I've given you a triple shot. That's where I give you a double shot and then add one more. It's like a baker's dozen, but a little less. Do the math. Um, that is a group called Rose Matter. The CD is called The Fiscal Year. And I did, in this in this instance, I just played the first three. Um, track number one was Chuck Norris Doesn't Sleep, He Waits. Uh, track number two is A White Horse Fell in the Mud. And then the third one, which I think is why I why I actually put it in, it was because, the, again, the title made me laugh. The track number three is All Aboard This Train Wreck. So, yes, sometimes I worry that I'm crafting a bit of a train wreck with this uh, podcast. Trust me, I do my best, and I and I I try to be funny, but I don't know if I am. And I try to be enlightening, but I don't think I am. You know, it's just one of those things where I I, I always try to do my best. And that was that was my final point about you know more or less squeezing every little last drop of blood out of a rock. That's impossible, but you know what I'm saying. Um, I I do um, a lot of restoration projects. Um, I, sometimes I buy stuff and I'll fix it up for myself. Sometimes I buy it and fix it up and sell it. And then sometimes I just do it for friends, family, whoever. Uh, most recently, I, I, I restored an old... I didn't restore it. I cleaned up an old guitar for a guy at work who does performances, you know. And um, and I take great pride in what I do. You know, I take everything down. I take every last little piece out of it. I, I buff every little bolt, nut. Everything is perfect when I'm done with it. Everything is even sometimes even better than when it rolled off the the, the uh, production line because I have that uh, that level of care. Like I use the finest oil and I put I'll, I'll I'll put a drop of oil in every thread so it doesn't cease up as it sits and as it does its job for years and years and years to come. So, and I I restore a lot of stuff that the stuff that I care about, bicycles, motorcycles, guitars, um I do a lot of uh pinball machines and arcade machines, you know, stuff like that. And um, I often watch the show called American Restorations, and there's that that's a, a very I think it's a very famous show, but it's 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 a show where um, Rick Dale restores these crazy antique things that people bring to him, you know. And and as soon as he gives the estimate, inevitably the person goes like, ah, like oh I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I can invest four thousand dollars into this tricycle from my wife's. Uh, childhood or I don't know you know like what this is what people say they're like oh, okay but then they always do because they don't they don't show the 10 people that say no they show the the one that says yes you know um and his prices are so high but in reality if if I charge per hour like what I should make I would never make money like I kind of look at it more like I, well first of all I take incredible pride in stuff I do that's one of the uh, I'm very prideful, and that's kind of a that's a negative thing too. You could, that's ego driven. That can be a very bad thing. I try to keep it in check and not let things get. I don't, I try not to let myself get caught up in pride and uh, ego like a like a young man might a younger man might. Um, but I want everything to be so perfect. You know, if I restore something, I even like I said where I buff out. I have the buffer, and I'll buff out even, like, the tiniest little screws that hold things in that are inside of a pinball machine. And if I don't take one of them out, I know it. And eventually, day three, I'm going to backtrack, take that one out, and buff it so it matches everything else. So if someone would glance in there with a flashlight, 
it looks like it's brand new. And that's... I don't expect that type of thing from people. Or from companies, I should say, not people. God, I never expect that from people. I'm the only person I've ever met that has this obsessive thing like that. And, I mean, you know, and I'm not... That's not, that's not like I said, it's not always a good thing. It's just a thing. I want things to be perfect. Um, and uh, especially when I'm fixing something. If, if you're going to take something apart and put the care into it and try to give it life again for another 20, 40, 100 years, then you should take your time, do it right, and do it right. Like, don't half-ass it. Don't leave something out or don't, like, just that's good enough and put the screw in even though that's the wrong size screw. You know, you... I always kind of approach it like if like if I'm restoring a soda machine, that's going to be one of my next projects. I have an old Coke machine that I really enjoy using, you know, and I'm going to strip it down and I'm going to replace parts and I'm going to sandblast and, and, and put new gaskets in it, put new Freon in it, put everything is going to be brand new, repainted, perfect. Because I want that to serve me for another 40 years. I want it because it's from like the late 70s, probably early 80s, more like it. I would love to get another 40 years out of it, and I want it to be functioning, perfect, attractive, you know, nice looking, but that's very hard to find, and and most people won't pay that money to do that. Like, like a lot of times when I price something out, if, if somebody says, oh, can you, can you fix this up for me, and I'll be like, yeah, sure, you know, and I'll do a lot of stuff, and I'll go the extra mile to make sure it's, like, really nice when it's done. Um, even stuff that they didn't ask for, just to make sure that when they when I give it back the guitar, it's like, oh, wow, that looks so nice, you know. And I just charge, an, uh, not per hour, because I would have to charge somebody like, oh, I'd be like, well, that's $300. I'd be like, what, to change strings? That's my own problem. I just charge very minimal, because I know it's like almost like per job, not per hour. And I know I'd never succeed thinking that way, because, I mean, I'd work myself 80 hours a, a week, and make 600 bucks or whatever, you know, but it's a very fine line, you know, quality and quantity and price, it just, it, it, it's always struggling, they're always bang, you know, bumping heads, and it's very difficult. All right, I'm going to drop in one more music break, and then when I come back, I'll just come back to say see ya, so uh, take a listen.
love it. That is one of my favorites. I've talked about it often. That's the Husqvarna. Uh, the CD is called Music for Pornos. Uh, the I played track number seven, uh-huh, and track number eight, Morphelia. Um, man, they're one of my favorite groups that is no longer in existence. Uh, I always talk about how they let me use their music for the, the, the theme song for the TV show that I did for many years, and boy, I sure dig them. All right, uh, I guess just to wrap up, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, this, you know, I, I was setting the bar at 45 minutes, and I'm 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 always like edging closer towards an hour. I don't know why I don't just change this show to an hour, but I I, I worry I talk too much and uh, bore people with my musings. So, long story short, uh, yeah, good luck finding quality, cause that ship has sailed to China where they pay people a nickel and a brick a week to make your iPads. So enjoy them while they are still around, because soon those people are going to say, hey, I want one of these iPads too, instead of a brick. And then they're going to say, well, we can't do that. And then they'll close the factories, and then the factories will go to some poorer nation. And the cycle continues as we consume more than we create. Yay! Another uplifting show! (laughs) Oh my god. Gotta get Dr. Morbius in here. Let's get some get some levity injected into this show. Alright, thanks for listening. Um, I'll see you on the flip side. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants.